Good morning, good morning. We are so excited to have a special guest today. My name is Jennifer Tom. And I'm Darlene Rample. And we are just honored and humbled mm -hmm. to have uh, Santu on the show. And actually, she's sharing with us about her resources. Mm. So before we go any further, because I cannot wait to hear all the work you do, Santu, please tell us more about your name. It's a unique name. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. It is a unique name. Uh, it's an ancient Armenian name and it means stairway to heaven. So it's oh. in relation to um, Jacob's ladder from the Bible, sort of a bridge between heaven and earth. And in a sense, that's kind of the work that I do. Wow, that's awesome. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I work, I, I help people who um, experience loss of any kind. So it could be a, a loss during a life cycle, such as a divorce or a job loss. I help people with trauma and I help people who are dying in the dying process with terminal illness and I help those who are bereaved after a death oh awesome so thank you for being on our show and we're just so excited to hear some of your resources and and a little um a little yeah more information but maybe let's start with how did you get into this how did you start uh helping people well um it's kind of a lifelong process uh because I was um, I'm a second generation genocide survivor. And so the theme of loss and grief has been in my family for generations. Mm -hmm. And it's wow. stories that my grandmother would tell me as well. So that theme of wanting to help people with trauma and suffering has always been there as a desire for me to help others. Mm -hmm. And um, I see a lot of people suffering. Uh, you know, I have clients that come and, and just people who haven't had the courage to come forth mm -hmm. and I see them suffering and I just think I I know how to help and I don't want you suffering for a long time because mm -hmm. I know what it's been like to suffer through loss and I just mm -hmm. don't want people to to suffer unnecessarily for a long period of time because there's ways and techniques I have to help them to get through it at a accelerated rate oh yeah yeah I love that so much. I love because even at Grief Talk, uh, we do talk about we we'll all experience more than 40 losses in our lives. And you just uh, support having the techniques and strategy that is needed. It's needed in the world. And we are just honored that you are here, Santu. I'm going to say your name the whole time because it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. So, so what are some of the things, I know every grief is unique, um, and we really believe that everybody, everybody's situation is unique. Everybody goes through things in a unique way, depending on what their relationship is to, to the thing that was yeah. lost or the person. Um, but we know there's common things um, when somebody is experiencing grief. There, there's um, maybe themes or there's things that's kind of universal that we, we feel. Have you found like what some of those things, like what, what's maybe the maybe top two challenges or things people face when they go through loss? Yeah. Um, the first thing I want to mention is around time frame. Um, what seems to be universal is that it takes longer than people realize mm -hmm. to process and to work through grief yeah um i had someone 
I mean, she was young and her boyfriend was young, but the boyfriend said to her after two weeks when her father died, aren't you over it yet? And I was in shock at um, how little people realize that it takes a long time. And even with job loss, I mean, that job, that community they were part of, the water cooler moments, that takes time to let go of right because mm -hmm. they would have had attachments to relationships there and the job as well as you know family loss you know that's huge so like it takes generally one to two years mm -hmm. to really work through that loss mm -hmm. so what I hear a lot of people grieving say this you know I've had people like six months tell me aren't you over it yet it's like no of course not mm -hmm. why would they be at six months they've been through major major loss mm -hmm. so that that time frame I think people just don't understand how long it can take for someone to really work it through mm -hmm. and you know the importance of continuing to support you know every so often offer them you know check in with them offer them can I do you know can I do something for you like and then give like a concrete example right rather than just can I do something for you because they may not think of anything in the moment right so give them something can I take the dog for a walk can I look after your kids take them to somewhere with you know give them a treat I was about to say take them to McDonald's but that might not be the healthiest <laughs> choice so um some, somewhere nice you know just to take them off their hands for a little while you cook them a meal there's always ways that we can serve and help others right mm -hmm. so I I think that's the other you know I, I'm kind of coming up to my second point that people in grief there's a lot of confusion they're not they may not think very clearly they won't be thinking about their own needs they're going to be thinking about the loss right so they may not be able to articulate what their needs are mm -hmm. they may not know how to ask you know even if they're like hurting and they want a listening ear or they want a hug they may not know how to ask for that yeah so a little tip I would give is to um to have like a little like just of your own piece of paper have like a little um bit of cards that you've pre-written on and then when you, you know go through them if you're feeling really really low go through them and see which one you really need and then either text someone or call someone or email it to them just communicate in some way what your need might be in that moment now you may not know it but if you look at little cards with needs already written out of what you could potentially need mm -hmm. and you go oh yeah that is what I need right now you know then how to communicate so that's just empowering people just a little bit more but I still think the onus is on other people to reach out mm -hmm. to the griever and say how can I help yeah those are great tips um and and so um I like when you're talking a little bit maybe about your story how do, how do our parents or how does our culture affect how we process grief um so we learn, we, you talked a little bit about um, people don't know what to say, or like they think time will be over. Um, sometimes we learn those from our culture or people. What are maybe the top two things we learn that maybe aren't so helpful? Going through? <laughs> that aren't so helpful. Yeah. Well, I've heard stories of people who are grieving, they're walking down the street and then someone they know sees them mm -hmm. and crosses the other side of the street and pretends to ignore them and not to see them. Like that mm -hmm. is real. And that does happen. Mm -hmm. um same in the workplace like people like loads of 
my clients and people I know have said people ignore me <laughs> because they're afraid to come and talk to me. And one of the reasons might be is that they're afraid that they might get triggered themselves. They, you know, or activated is a better word. They might get activated themselves. They might remember their own losses mm -hmm. and tears might come up that they don't want to come up because they haven't done the work of grieving mm -hmm. so that they're in a better place. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really, really treasure the work that I do mm -hmm. because it is so important for us to process our grief. So that we're not activated, so we can be of service to others who are in the early raw stage of grief. Mm -hmm. If if we're at a if we're further down the road, mm -hmm. you know, and we've been through all the nooks and crannies, and we know what the pitfalls are, and we know what has helped us, mm -hmm. and we're we're that much further along the road, we might be able to help someone earlier on the journey. Yes, you know. So it's an act of love and an act of service for mm -hmm. us to get the most effective support that we can for mm -hmm. our grief in order yes. to help others. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, it is so important and, um, and yeah, it's important. So, so we've talked about things, things that, um, right. Things people are going through. We know emotions, how do emotions play? We know grief is emotional. And, and I know in, in, when we talk about grief talk, just about often we try to intellectualize grief and say, right. Um, and figure out all the intellectual when actually it's the emotions that really are what we need to process. How do you help people process or get in touch with their emotions? Well, there's, there's different ways to do that. And um, I want to just point out uh, something that people may not know that there are in a sense two different ways to process grief one is the emotional way mm -hmm. and it's called affective mm -hmm. and the other way is uh called instrumental so it's so it people who are experiencing grief um may want to be more proactive or physical uh, so okay. instrumental so for example they might want to create a legacy project or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, put a plaque on a bench or mm -hmm. do something proactive okay. to help them process the grief, right? Mm -hmm. so, so the act, active part. They may not want to talk so much about their grief, you know, or process it emotionally, but they want to take action to do something that mm -hmm. honors their loved one. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the, the ones that are um, teary and emotional and want to talk about the relationship the meaning that that person had in their life um, just get in touch with any guilt I mean guilt is a huge emotion that people often feel after after a death so yeah guilt is a big one so you know there's there's ways that I will ask questions that will help them to process that grief and to think in a different way I'm really here to help people expand their perspectives okay. about the grief you know often people have one narrative so for example if only i had done this this wouldn't have happened that's one narrative but there are multiple narratives going on in that mm -hmm. scenario so i help them to understand that just expand always expand their perspective their their way of thinking and expand their emotional resources really to you know to, to help them so um for some people um, they really tune into um, either creativity that helps them create in, uh, uh, connect into spirituality. And those kinds of spiritual resources can really help people as well. So things like deep breathing, mm -hmm. meditation, drawing, 
journaling. There's all sorts of music as well. I must add music because um, I'm a singer and musician as well. And uh, I will incorporate my my singing. I'm a trained singer. So I'll incorporate my singing into my work as well. Uh, I do that with dying patients as well. They find wow. it really, really beneficial. And you should see the smiles on their faces afterwards. It really transforms them. But even in grief, sometimes we need that soothing music. And so, yeah, I, I wanted to mention music in there as well as a as a very effective way of um of helping to heal and in fact i mentioned music in um in a resource that i'm going to provide your audience later on yes. there's a mention of it as well because it's it's it really is it's not just an art it's a science it, and it's it's a healing form uh, uh it's a healing form of um uh, of healing yeah yeah it, it, it's a way of healing that um i think goes above and beyond most of the other forms oh okay. wow that's really yeah. interesting i love that so much because we all we say here at grief talk that grief talk that all of us who are all of us we are 100 grievous and we are all so unique so i mm. love what you're saying that we need to expand our resources right because yeah. we are unique yeah. and we all grieve differently so i'm excited to see all the resources yeah. and to see your link and all the work you do because that is amazing um talking about expanding our resources we do horse connections too and like grieving and helping people with grieving horses so the more we can put in our toolbox the mm. more we can reach out dif different unique people and help them with grief. Yeah. So this is very exciting. And I'm excited to add your resources on our toolbox. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. So also at Grief Talk, we talk about, this is where we share lessons learned through life and loss. If mm. there's one lesson from your practice that you'd like to share with your viewers, what would that be? I know you have a lot, but top, <laughs> top one. <laughs> I do. Mm -hmm. And you know, what comes to mind is actually a lesson from my own personal life um, mm -hmm. that I think is so important. If you don't mind me sharing that. Yeah, do share. and, 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 and I'll, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll try and think of another one as well. But um, uh, when I was in my um, mid twenties, mm -hmm. I was looking after a woman who was dying uh, from cancer, very young, and she had a five-year-old daughter. And I remember learning, I mean, that was, a, it was quite a pivotal moment for me. Uh, and in that relationship, because she was a beautiful woman, I mean, inside mm -hmm. a, a spiritually beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. And I think what I learned from her and has become my mantra is, and, and it might seem obvious, but life is short. Mm -hmm. We don't know when we're going to die. Mm -hmm. And so embrace every moment that you can with gusto mm -hmm. so don't let anything stop you mm -hmm. from accessing your heart figuring it out what it is that is truly meaningful for you to do in life mm -hmm. and go for it mm -hmm. get if you need it get the support you need to go for it because sometimes we can't do things just on our own sometimes we need a support system or a team mm -hmm. of people encouraging us on mm -hmm. so it's um don't take life for granted Wow. You, you you just don't know, right? So mm -hmm. live each moment to the fullest. And that's what I help 
people to do, live their life to the fullest, really laser in, focus in, find out what it is that's most meaningful for you, or a list of what's most meaningful for you. Because for me, it's never just one thing. There's a, <laughs> I have a whole list of things um, that I want to do in my life. And I've, you know, managed to tick off a lot because I've been going blazes, you know, guns blazing to get stuff done off my list. Um, so yeah, I help people live fully. And that is the richest kind of life you can have. Yeah, one with no regrets, right? Exactly. That is exactly it. Because I want to live a life with no regrets. Absolutely. Awesome. Mm. That is so beautiful. That's a big, big lesson. And it feels like it's a theme for today. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it feels like it's a theme for today. Live fully. Like live, like live fully. And I love that so much. Thank you. That is really personal. How about a lesson from your practice? <laughs> yeah, in terms of what my clients have learned. Um, mm -hmm. I have had clients who've given me some really good feedback and they and they've said, um, you know, you've changed my life. And what they mean by that is that I've changed their perspective. Mm -hmm. So I've given them a sense of hope about how they can help themselves by looking at life differently. Mm -hmm. So it's about building people up, building up their sense of agency, building up their strengths, mm -hmm. their spiritual strengths, their emotional strengths, their mental strengths mm -hmm. to endure what will come in the future mm -hmm. because life is up and down. We will always have challenges throughout life. Mm -hmm. And so is to prepare yourself for the next challenge. I know that's not something pleasant that people want to hear, <laughs> but it is the reality of life, isn't it? Yeah. So the better we can be prepared by processing a major loss now, mm -hmm. it will help us give us the strength and be prepared for any future challenges that come. Yeah. So that that's, you know, and that's what a lot of my clients take away. They they learn to be prepared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We love that. That's awesome. We call it tools, right? We give them the tools so that they can process the next one. And it is so important when you can process, when you can find that different perspective, then you are prepared for the next because we know life is going to keep happening to us. Um, we continue to have losses, right? People continue to mm -hmm. die. We continue to change and lose people. Um, yeah. But we can, um, we can prepare. We can live at a different level if um yeah, if like we um, yeah if we do the work <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly live at a different level I love that phrase mm -hmm. living at a different level yeah a different spiritual level a different vibrational level yeah. you know a different emotional level mm -hmm. all of it absolutely yeah mm. Yeah. Okay, Santu, this has just been amazing and an honor to have you. I would love love to share your resources with that with our friends our family our podcast and also would like to have you back on our podcast where we can dig deeper on this conversation because yeah. i know because of time we didn't talk very deep would you be okay that we bring you back because this would be so what you the work you're doing is what we love to see and would love yeah. our community and friends to hear from you and learn from you and get all the resources yeah. so that they're prepared <laughs> <laughs> that's right and I and I do have some uh, resources for those at the end of life as well to help them prepare I mean the the one I'm giving you now is for after death but I do have resources for before death as well oh, awesome. so um so yeah I'd love to share more and I would love to come back yeah it's mm -hmm. been a real pleasure speaking to both of you mm -hmm. you know I really sense that we're very much aligned in our thinking and you know we need to support each other to kind of get that message out there right about mm -hmm. the importance of doing this work Mm, to get to a higher level as, yeah, to as get, Jennifer said 
awesome. to live at a higher level. Mm. Okay. That's awesome. amazing. Okay, we'll do that. We have yes, we have your link. We're gonna share with our viewers, and we've got your email, and we'll set a time where you can come back, and we can get to the higher level, as you say. Uh, <laughs> thank awesome. you so much. Thank you.